and welcome everyone to today's news tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by my good friend and GVG graphic artist, Daniel Alba, and our very special guests, the great Clement and Caro Taro of the C-Squared Podcast. Welcome, you two, and wait, before you say anything, I hear a voice. It's echoing somewhere in my head. Where is it coming from? God? It's the voice. Is that of you? God, 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 God. <laughs> it's me, 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 me. Whoa. Oh my God, it going, it's the everybody? ghost of Ash, and or the God of Ash. Ash God, whatever. <laughs> Ash God. It's the ghost the of voice Manchester's of God number two. <laughs> so we, we plan to give Ash a break and uh, let him enjoy his um, time off since he's supposed to be at MAGFest, but, you know all the stuff's going on right now. So Ash is uh, like, I got nothing to do. Can I be voice of God? Okay. <laughs> well, to, to be, to be fair, I, I have video games to play and I, and you, you and Derek or you and Daniel both kindly were like, Hey, we'll do the show today. Take a break. And you already prepped the stream. You made the thumb, you, you gathered the news. So I didn't have to do very much, but I was sitting on the sofa, doom scrolling about Magfest and feeling bad about missing it. I tried to play a little Forza and play some games I need to catch up on. And I just, I couldn't relax. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to distract myself by talking with some good friends, amazing guests about some cool video game news topics. And I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty torn up over missing Mag. I know it was the right decision. My wife wasn't feeling well the morning I was supposed to fly out. Omicron's raging over there. It's horrible. But I miss my Mag fam. And I miss Mag. I miss <laughs> it so much. But I, So I need a distraction. And hanging out with you guys is the best distraction I could ask for. So... Hey, I'm that here. works for me. Yeah. But yeah, let's hear got, more about these guests. We got a, got the returning great Clement and his uh, partner in crime, Caro. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty well. Doing all right. Got a <laughs> lot of snow today. <laughs> so It's very like, cold she... over here. I'm yeah. jealous. <laughs> Give me some snow. Oh, we're here in California. Like, what is snow? Yeah, that's one of the things that hurts. Everyone, uh, all, you know, everyone here knows that I... Uh, well, perhaps on our guests, but I love cold weather. I love snow. The last two mags, there wasn't snow, or there's only like a very little, but they're having a snowstorm right now. And that's oh, yeah. another thing I'm missing Aww. at mag. My heart is breaking in, right now. It's in Northern Virginia, there was a highway shut down for like 12 hours. Like people were stuck on it yeah. because oh, of the snow. Oh gosh, I heard about that. That was near DC. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty weird. They're getting it rough. I'm in the Southern mm -hmm. parts, so I didn't have to worry about that. We only got a dusting, so. Thankfully, I'm a, I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know, I don't have to. Yeah. It, it's still chilly, yeah. but that's why the fire is going. But otherwise, so. it's so cozy right. back there. Good I know. Lord. Yeah, I got I feel I it mean, from here. It's nice. Got the TV set up right next to it. It's been. It's 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 good times. It's good times. Uh, but yeah, um, glad to have you. I've been wanting to get uh, Carol on for uh, for a while. I was like I was. I thought I was going to be outnumbered. To be honest, so I was like, well, let's get them both on. <laughs> so. This just felt like the best time to do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to get you guys on. Glad you guys are doing well. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to these news topics, because there's actually, unlike Wednesday, there's a lot to talk about today. I actually had to cut some yeah. news stories. <laughs> I, there was enough news yeah. stories. I could get rid of the NFT story. Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> I am, God. I'm so glad. I don't have to no, talk about the when dang, I was looking damn at the stories for today. When I was looking at the stories for today, I was like, man, I kind of want to talk about it. Okay, I need to be on TNT today. I need some good vibes. Let's do this. Yep. So I'm I'm all about that. Uh, 
But we actually have quite a few uh, super chats before we get to that. So let's break those down real quick. Um, and first up is Stephen Welton with a dollar ninety nine super chat saying, "Derek, when will you do more Nuzlocke streams? You're in luck. They are coming up very Ooh. soon. Well." Relatively cool. soon. Uh, they're going to be my next Sunday stream after I finish up the mouthful title that is Shimagami Tensei Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker. I just started that. I think it's like a oh, yeah. 30 to 40 hour RPG, I want to say. And once that's done, I'm going to be starting a, a black and white uh, Nuzlocke. So you can look forward to nice. that over on my channel. Cool. Uh, then there's Jacob Tucker with a $5 super chat saying, Choosing violence today. This new game is actually Mario Kart 10. <laughs> Because Mario Kart 9 released on our phones and everyone hated it. Come at me. <laughs> oh, Mario Kart, I, got, I thought Mario Kart 10 was released in everyone's living rooms the other the other year. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is actually Mario, Mario Kart, Kart 11. So take, yeah, yeah, Mario Kart 11. We're at 11 now. Yeah. Exactly. Take that. <laughs> well, it threw me off when we got Mario Kart 7 because up to that point, they'd never been numbered. So I'm like, is it 7? I had to do I was some... like, wow, there's 7 now? Yeah. <laughs> I had right. to do some Mario, Kart 60, Mario Kart 64 was Mario Kart 2? What the heck? Yeah, Mario Kart's naming patterns have been so weird, right? They've been so inconsistent, just suddenly shifting to seven and eight in the last two games, but not counting Tour and mm. Home Circuit. It's so weird. They couldn't yeah. come up with good titles, I guess. I don't know. They couldn't uh, yeah. do something as as awesomely aesthetically pleasing as the eight being the Mobius strip, the Mobius string that just oh, worked with yeah. the anti gravity. So they just sort of like screw it. It's Mario Kart nine <laughs> or whatever they have now. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, mm -hmm. Next up, yeah. <laughs> Jaden Buck with a $5 super chat saying, first crazy question Friday of 2022. Crazy question number 23. How long has it ever been until you forgot about your New Year's resolution? What New Year's oh. resolution? You just reminded <laughs> me. I've already forgotten. I'm trying to think if I made a resolution today, other than, uh, like a concrete resolution other than this is what I want to accomplish this year, which I guess is a resolution in itself. And hopefully I'll stick to it. I don't know. I guess the... I guess the only goal I have this year is to like resume my Japanese studies because I do want to get up to fluency. Ooh, but other than cool. that, I don't really have anything concrete. I might need to have a talk with you uh, after this because Amy's actually doing uh, something similar with a good friend of ours that we made, and she actually is starting Ooh. Japanese classes. So, <gasps> oh, nice. oh yes, wow. we yes. like they're just starting yes. out. So she's actually somebody I'd like to have a guest as a guest on here as well because she actually is a. Uh, translator did some work with some small de uh, devs so she is uh, has been part of the industry in the past and so wow. i'd love to get her on yeah, here yeah. but uh yeah, yeah. She, she's uh, like she's my translation girl almost like if i need if i ever need to know anything she, yeah. like she did it. she actually like uh mm -hmm. that top 100 games from japan uh she actually re recorded it and watched it so she could like see it live and, wow. and understood most awesome. of it mm -hmm. so I tend not to overcommit to New Year's resolutions. I feel like it's kind of like a recipe for failure. I'd rather just try to commit to doing things throughout the year to, to you know, better myself. And yeah. I did kind of unofficially was like, we did a New Year's Day celebration with my wife's family. And, you know, we did like a little bit, oh, you know, what are we hope? What are our hopes for the new year? And I was just like, well, I, I want to, you know, do everything we can to, you know, build on the base we've established for GBG in year one and grow in year two. But you know, I don't like to overcommit to that. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to do this or do that because it's just uh -huh. like you should be doing, you know, whatever self-improvement stuff you want to do, you should just be doing it year round, right? Not yeah. just because it's the new year. So and I think that's why yeah. most fail. Yeah. But uh, what about Doing you, a... uh, Clement? What's your what's your resolution? Do you have one? Do you stick with it? All my resolutions are basically just tied to my YouTube channel because like, <laughs> you know, I've been losing weight pretty nicely. I think I'm 
living pretty comfortably. I don't have too many goals for my personal self, but uh, my channel, I just want to make more videos. I want to have a, a consistent upload rate. I want to like get into the groove of like writing stuff down and editing and just putting things out on a routinely decent basis. So knock on that, wood we'll see if that happens that, but, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's what i want to do that's basically mine because yeah. uh I, I have this uh series i have started i have this like really ambitious project i i want to get to like start working on this year hopefully get to uh and i i think i said even last time you were here dude but you are you really are an inspiration for me with that final fantasy series like that is a high watermark oh <laughs> all right yeah i'll keep going i'll keep going just how uh good it is i Clement, it, don't don't lie Clement. your new year's resolution was to be on tnt again and you've already accomplished three times you're one of the three peats you are one of the three peats we haven't That's had a right. peat yet but uh we are up to a three peat soon oh um, i'll be the fourth oh nice all right hell yeah i like i like Mine, the confidence uh... <laughs> i'll beat you to that <laughs> Yeah, ahead, it's hard to it's it's hard to like do uh it kind of defeats your it's self-defeating when you make a resolution that kind of you set hard goals for yourself in that way so mine in general are just talk to more people like it's it's pretty much something that's been um that's blossomed from being on this show now it's just talk to more people get more conversations going work on my own speech with other people and my own conversation skills because that's something i've been working on a lot especially in this last year um hopefully make more video content uh, we kind of have a little inkling of that with with Brandon here, uh, but hopefully more things that I can do on my own and, and have people see and just to be a better person, because that's something we can always work on as as people. I just agreed. be better, you know, <laughs> good way. Good way to put it. So, yeah, uh, I think with that, we'll save the uh, other two uh, super chats we have for actually I'll get this one real quick. It should be pretty quick. Sonic and Mega Man 531 with a two dollar super chat saying Bowser Jr. from Mario versus Vile from Mega Man X. <laughs> Who wins? I I mean, vile. it has to be it's vile, vile. unless like Absolutely. a bomb comes out of nowhere and uh, takes care of vile suit. I think Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. is in trouble. <laughs> I think yeah. it's got to be vile and, and, and vile like it, like messes everyone up while drinking. You know, I, I have that little figure, the D-Arts vile figure where he has got the cocktail in his hand. He can he's just blasting people out of the air with while he's drinking. It's it's vile, man. Definitely. <laughs> The only way Bowser Jr. wins is if he grabs Vile's leg and then Mega Man X shoots him, to which Vile responds, Not a charge shot! No, not That's a charge shot! Way. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Bowser Jr. has a chance if he teams up with the Koopalings and it's like 8v1, but Vile just has too much power power, yeah. fire, power, power, firepower compared to Bowser Jr. Yeah, I think it's pretty handily Vile. Uh, but you know what's not Vile? Our first story. Let's go ahead and bring that up as we uh, talk about some very fun potential news for this that will come later this year. Let's bring it up. Ooh. So the developers behind Bravely Default and and the upcoming Triangle Strategy, as well as um, uh, Octopath Traveler, uh, said in a Twitter post, um, basically saying that they will announce multiple games this year. Uh, it's a statement shared with two, on social media. They wish the fans a happy new year. And as part of it, they said they will announce and release multiple titles this year. But there's no further idea of what exactly we're in for there. It's not long until Triangle Strategy comes out. So what else could it be? Yeah, two months. 
I want to believe that it could be Bravely Third, but I'm not going to do that to myself. <laughs> I, I have gone on record many times stating that I love Bravely Second to death, but Square Enix apparently didn't feel the same way. Uh, it, Bravely Second's producer apologized for the game, which I don't get because I thought it was amazing. And as I said in our Game of the Year discussions, Bravely Default 2 had a great soundtrack, but it didn't do anything for me otherwise. Like, character story, it just kind of fell flat for me. Give me a Bravely Third that, mm. that resolves the cliffhanger at the end of second. People who played it know what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to do that to myself. It's probably yeah. not going to be that. Real real quick before I go too, too far through this. Xenoblade fan says not the same developer. And I should clarify, I, I did read, misread this slightly. It's the division uh, of Square Enix responsible for that stuff. So it's not all the same devs doing that. It's just the division, but it right. was announced under the BDFF official uh, Twitter. Um, so that's where the kind of confusion came in there and there. So it's the, that whole division. So that opens up for more teams rather than just one team, which was the surprising part of this to me is like, wow, these guys are all of a sudden really busy. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Like multiple games in a year. That seems like a lot of workload. Especially yeah. Especially if they're all like RPGs and stuff. Yeah. That's a bit intense. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected multiple games. I, I thought maybe a game, maybe mm -hmm. would see like one announcement from them, but multiple. So, but basically, what you're saying is Chrono Trigger HD 2D confirmed, right? That's that's obviously one of them. <laughs> we, we can only hope. I mean, yeah. Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D looks gorgeous. So yes, more oh, than that. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Does. Yeah, yeah me, too. Oh, me too. So good. Now, um, are any are any of us planning on picking up Triangle Strategy? I am. I am. Yeah, I love the demo a lot. I think a lot of the gameplay mechanics are really interesting, especially like the idea of like your choices affecting, you know, what goes on in the game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I liked I liked Octopath Traveler a lot. Um, so, well, at least the art style of it. So that's something <laughs> I'm definitely picking up later in the year. I can't believe it already. It's coming out like March. I think. Yeah, April? March. Wow. March away, yeah. Very yeah. 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 so fast. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick it up. I, I streamed the demo and I enjoyed it. It's probably the kind of game that I'm going to just knock down to the easiest difficulty level and just take in the aesthetics, the FF tactics style gameplay, the music, the visuals. I'm not great at strategy games and I just, I just kind of want it to be a low stress experience, but I still want to play it. And it's just all, it scratches those FFT vibes so perfectly. And it's just a game I want to experience, but not really stress out about too much, you know? Yeah. yeah yeah uh definitely i pretty much echo everything caro said i i love the morality system i feel like that's going to add so much replayability to a game yeah. that i was already excited for anyway because it's final fantasy tactics basically um the art style's gorgeous and the characters from what i've seen in the demo are really fun and you know really awesome so i'm just looking forward to it yeah I actually yeah. missed my chance to try the demo. Um, I, I saw a bit of Ash playing, and it oh, does look dude. gorgeous. But uh, from what I could tell from him playing the demo, holy crap, that is a wordy game. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, they oh, yeah. they talk down. a lot. Mostly words. <laughs> and I think that's another one of the reasons I want. I just want to play it on easy is because the story elements already take so long. I don't, I don't want the battles also to take hours longer than they otherwise would because I'm so bad at strategy games. So... <laughs> Plus, I'm, there's also the, the oh. thing that Chocobo GP comes out six days later, and I'm even more excited for oh, that. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Got to make that choice. Getting. What were you about to say, yeah. though, Kara? Yeah, so I was going to say I'm actually with Ash on that because I like a lot of my RPG experiences to be really relaxing, so that's probably what I'm going to do with Triangle Strategy sure. as well. Mm -hmm. Totally I hear you. Sense. 
Yeah. Uh, Easy difficulty fans unite. <laughs> it is. So they've... Oh, good. Cool, man. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, so they've definitely got like the classic Final Fantasy, the tactics Final Fantasy kind of stuff down. Do you think any of these new games are going to try a different kind of gameplay style from the 90s? Like, God forbid, do you think they'll try like a Parasite Eve type game out of oh. nowhere or something? Or... Oh, my heart. Don't give me a remake. <laughs> Parasite Eve. HD remake. Oh man, I would do anything with Parasite Eve that just doesn't ever reference the third birthday, and I'll be happy. Man, yeah. I just now I'm just wondering about like what if they go for like a Vagrant Story remake or something like that, where they just like take that art style up a little bit and use that style. I don't know. There's a lot they could do, and it all sounds good. Also, God, I just March in Square Enix is ridiculous. This is. You know, mentioned before by uh, John on Twitter. Yeah, but I thought it was only three, but it's four games where they got Babylon's Fall on the third, Triangle Strategy on the fourth, Chocobo GP on the 10th, and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin on the 18th. Oh my gosh, that does come out on the 16th. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, that's so packed. Like, what do you, of those four, what do you choose? I mean, if it had to be only one for me, it would be Chocobo GP with with Triangle Strategy a close second. But yeah, I, I have no interest in Babylon's Fall personally. FF Origins, I just want, or Stranger of Paradise, I just kind of want to. We've talked about it before. I want to play it ironically and just enjoy the the stupidity of the the, the tone, the Shadow the Hedgehog esque, just edge lord tone. I think is hilarious. But I did play the demo or the second demo. The gameplay didn't do much for me, if I'm being honest. I missed both demos, but uh, what about you, Clement? <laughs> I didn't play the demo either because I don't have a PS5. But Is it PS5 only? Uh, well, it's on PS4 it's now, on PS4. but I remember the demo being oh, PS5. Right. That was true. It was yeah, only it was. PS5. Yeah, it was very limited. PS5. And even if I were to buy one today, they keep making all these demos timed. So it's like, well, there goes my opportunity. Yeah, Thanks. I don't... I, yeah. I, I, was too busy and completely missed my chance to it. I had it downloaded. I just like needed that chunk of time and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I've never been much of a dark souls, Neo type of player. And I remember the comparisons when it came out was that it basically felt like Neo and or dark souls. And uh, I know there's going to be like different difficulties and I'm sure it's going to be a little bit more casual than a dark souls would be, but uh, eh, it's just not really my kind of game. Yeah. So I'm going to be looking at it from afar. I want Chocobo GP. I want triangle strategy. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I'm mostly interested yeah. in, mm -hmm. but uh Hopefully, Strangers from Paradise is good for a laugh, at least. I, I <laughs> am yeah. fun, whatever. I'm really hoping we get a review copy. I want, I want to check it out. It just looks so <laughs> dumb. I want to see it. It, it really does. I wanted like, to. It, it, I really wanted to surprise me. That's what I want. I want is like this thing that looks so stupid. It actually ends up being good. So I feel hoping. like there's a decent chance the game turns out to be good. I just, I just think it's a matter for me of trying to figure out if if the if the game is taking itself seriously or if it knows that it's you know it's just absolutely stupid in tone but they're leaning into it i want to know if it's ironic or not that's the thing that's really got me curious about stranger of paradise like are they taking themselves seriously does square truly believe the vibe is cool or are, are they just taking the piss out of themselves that's what i need to know mm -hmm. like cheese in my game sometimes <laughs> you're a yeah. sonic fan yes you do like yeah. slot cheese in your game sometimes <laughs> hey i'm a kingdom hearts fan i love yeah, true. Give me all the cheese in my games 
but I just can't figure out where Stranger Paradise is coming from. If they think it's really cool legitimately or or they know it's just ridiculous. But mm-hmm. either way, I'm curious, but it's not the kind of gameplay that I'm I'm interested in really. What about uh you Daniel? What what are you feeling of this set of 4? I definitely want to try Chocobo GP Legend and then the Fire Emblem Phantom one does want to get into uh, Triangle Strategy. Never really played too much of um, Final Fantasy Tactics in, back then, so I don't really have much of a basis to, to, to base it on. But um, but yeah, I really want to see those two games, most of all, Stranger Paradise. If it's a bad movie, Car Wreck, Dumpster Fire, sure, who's, who's going to give it to me? I want to see, <laughs> I want to see what that becomes. I want to see what kind of reception it receives from everybody out there. And yeah. then just whatever else Square Enix makes with with the, um, I don't know, it's gonna be like Project Groovy Magic or something, and that's gonna be the name. Groovy Magic. All original theater rhythm. There we go. I'm just <laughs> saying that sounds like a rhythm game. I want. I Let's want this. That. It's gonna Daniel, happen. it is now your job to make this happen. You've. I will. I don't make the rules. You. I'll make the logo. Project Groovy Magic. It has to happen. (laughs) It'll happen. Um, We've had Octo. We've had Triangle, but we need some. We need another shape. But go ahead. uh, uh, From Square, I should say. So we need like a Pentagon or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jet Set in our live audience patron chat says, obviously they're getting everything out of the way to focus on FF7 Remake Part Two coming out this year, baby. And as much as I want to agree, don't do that to yourself because I'm almost (laughs) sure FF16 is first in line. We're going to get 16 before 7 Remake Part 2, oh, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what uh, comes from this division. Um, they typically make good stuff, and I, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But uh, we have some more Super Chats coming in, so let's uh, take, uh, take a look at those before we jump into our second story. First up is Mr. Dwayne191 with a $4.99 uh donation thank you so much saying good evening awesome crew i just wanted to throw my predictions out there i could say i could see kirby and pikachu being new racers in mario kart 9 thoughts i say yeah, we I like do something else there's kind of collabs with yeah. the new mario yeah. kart i i, I say no, we table this for now because i know that's going to come up during yeah, the yeah. yeah. I, have words, I have words for this and i don't want to ruin it by saying doing it right now, now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, but, yeah so almost soon um but yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that. Uh, Rec BCQ with a five dollar super chat saying my resolution also involves being more social. Let's chat, Daniel. <laughs> hey, I'm always welcome to talk to more people. <laughs> I am terrible at reaching out to people d- just to chat. I am awful. At I'm that. in that same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How often do I just like how you doing? Comment. I don't. I, I'm terrible at it. I feel bad. My, my problem is like I think if like my version of this resolution would be I'm I'm a pretty social guy. I'm generally pretty extroverted, but when my depression gets the better of me, I tend to hide and not get back to people as as quickly as I should. And I need to really work on that. Like that's kind of my thing. Is like I'm pretty social, but when my I get depressed, I just kind of don't reach back out as fast as I should. It's a problem with me, and that's something I really need to work on for 2022. Sometimes you need a moment to yourself too. That too. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true too. But I need to balance it better. Sometimes I just kind of, I tend to kind of hide away, you know, and I just I need to get better about not doing it for as long and just kind of like getting back to people sooner when I'm not in the best headspace. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 
uh, Late Night Sprites with a $10 Super Chat saying, My 2022 goals is to only buy 15 new games this year and hammer out my backlog, make art, write my fourth musical, hang out with GVG, and team up with Search Party to get Volnut off the moon. Who's with me? <laughs> Hell yeah. I love how it's yeah, only 15 new games. That still feels like a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I even finished 15 last year. That said, I did buy like 11 games during that that Switch sale for, for the new series I'm working on, so... Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> 15 is maybe not too many if you look at indie games, I suppose. The concept of a backlog just doesn't exist for me anymore. Thanks, 14. Yeah, same. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Whose fault is it that you got into 14? Was it Clement or me? It was one of the two of us. You, Clement, and Amy. <laughs> yeah. You three specifically. Everyone. <laughs> We're all yeah. a couple. We all did. Part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's all, all part of it. And... Uh, you're welcome, but also I'm sorry. <laughs> right. And yes, I'd love love to get Volnet off the moon, but who knows? <laughs> That's I'm not again not raising my hopes up. All right. Well, what better way to end this off before we get to our next story with than with another Sonic and Mega Man super chat? Uh, another two dollars saying Urza from Fairy Tale versus Lucina from Fire Emblem. Who wins? I don't uh, watch Lucina. Fairy Tale, so I'm gonna go with Lucina. <laughs> it's Lucina. Uh, yeah. Same. I never watched Fairy Tale. Lucina. I can't say Lucina so. is the answer. Lucina, Ezra, yes, Ezra is fake Cordelia. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, there you go. Um, that's what uh, ignorance will breed. Uh, well, we just like, yeah, the one I know, that'll win. Sure. The one, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and bring up our second story, which uh, is all about... A lot of stories, uh, a lot of sources apparently coming to this one person and saying, hmm, this might be happening. What is happening? Well, according to journalist and freelancer Tom Henderson, he's claiming that the multiple sources are saying that The Last of Us PS5's remake is nearly complete. Now, this has not been officially announced at all, but it's been um, alluded to and, you know, kind of leaked for quite some time where people were talking about how uh naughty dog was actually working on a remake of this after last of us part two uh which sounded weird at first but then you realize that oh yeah the hbo show's coming soon and this is probably good synergy between the two so um yeah it's cool i mean it makes sense i mean just yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way about this now that i did that i did before did the last of us one need a remake any yet or anywhere close to yet i don't know exactly it did yeah (laughs) it's like even on the ps5 you can play the ps4 version of remastered on ps5 so if you want to buy last of us remastered right now you can play it on the modern console you know yep yeah 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 it's like it's not as though the last of us remastered has aged and looks bad by by modern standards i'm using air quotes you can't see me doing that because i'm on camera (laughs) but i'm like the last was remastered yeah it looks last gen but last gen still looks damn good like i don't get why they needed to remake this right now i also i i thought like when i heard the term remake i assumed they were going to like completely redesign things from the ground up like new levels new new cutscenes, new everything like, that's what I hear when I hear remake. But I guess this sounds more like another remaster if it's almost done. Because The Last of Us 2 had, like, years behind it. Like, years and years. And Last of Us 1's almost ready. It's almost ready to come into our, you know, PlayStation 5s now. So, 
I don't know. I don't know what kind of game this is. If it's just another remaster or or what? It's just redundant I mean, at this point. Honestly, a, a remake of Uncharted One would have been way more interesting. That's a game that has aged. Yeah. That I'd love to see a new take on. Um, I mean, it's still good in, in in its current form, but like that's a game that's definitely aged, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. So remake. If you got to remake something, remake a game from you know the early PS3 days that has never seen a remake. Not the last of us which already got a remaster on ps4 Hmm. it just seems so redundant i i have heard the proposition put out there where maybe it's they're doing it this way to do a it is a remake just using the last of us 2 engine uh to pop pop it in there make it good and just sort of upraise everything while also maybe bundling it or just having the work there to have you know the ubiquitous ps5 version of last of us part two um to have it all sort of in right. one place so yeah. uh because i think it's being claimed here that a previous develop a, d- a different developer was working on this um remake at first um let's see yeah it was reported by bloomberg last april uh that, that this that this was coming uh, it claimed the project was originally developed by PlayStation's Visual Arts Service Group before the studio was switched to a support role and Naughty Dog c- took over. And the Oxen in the YouTube chat is claiming, uh, saying that it's possible that um, the remake is uh, Naughty Dog getting used to working on the PS5 before those devs joined the main team on another project. So it's sort of just like an easy way to get used to the system. I Maybe? Like, it is a very odd thing, and I'll be honest, unless there's a massive... Uh, uptick in quality or something to really latch onto, I doubt I'll pick this up. Because yeah, the last of us needed again. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, okay, admittedly, I only played half of the first one and I just haven't touched it in like seven or eight years. <laughs> so I don't have much experience. Uh-huh. Um but I do know that like it's like Yale said it's been remastered before. So I'm just wondering like why remaster like a later generation. Was it generation Seven. I've lost like, track of. It was originally numbers. PS3 came to PS4. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was remaster on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like recent-ish to me. It, it so feels too. so ubiquitous at this point. Like it's been around mm-hmm. forever. I wonder if they'll include yeah. like left behind story elements. Like I wonder if that'll be included as like just part of the whole the whole story this time, or if that just isn't going to be included. I just wonder. Maybe. I just again though, I just don't feel like this needs to be done right now several years from now sure i think that would make sense but yeah. right now it just feels like it, it's it's already been you know the last was part two didn't come out that long ago and we still don't have the multiplayer that was you know allegedly originally part of part two and then kind of axed and turned into its own separate release that hasn't come out yet it's just weird that they're focusing on a remake right now of the first game yeah i hmm now I'll tell you I've, what I would buy. Oh, oh, go ahead, Derek. I was I was just gonna say I still haven't played Last of Us Part Two, so it's like I'm kind of behind on this. Uh, it's... Oh, it's a really uplifting game, dude. If you want, oh yeah, absolutely. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. feel good story um, of the year. The <laughs> ending, happy ending. But, uh, yeah. You know what I would play is Vedran put this in our live audience patron patron chat saying it's going to be a kart racer, the carts of us. I would play. Of the Last of Us Kart Racer, straight oh, up. Oh, dude, I'm still oh waiting gosh. for I'm still waiting for uncarted Drake's acceleration to happen. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
That's such a missed and, opportunity. Uh, <laughs> on that note, Rob Armanek said, make a prequel, The First of Us. And then our resident pun master, Azran127, followed that up by saying, I'd have gone The Past of Us. And that's Ooh. actually perfect. <laughs> the Past That's of actually, us. that The Past of Us is a perfect name yeah, for The Last of Us. The prequel is just Joel going about his daily life. And then getting, it, it ends with him getting home that night that it all kicks off. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just filing taxes and whatnot. It's like, yeah, this is entertaining. So it's a slice of life before we get to the bad stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how much um, experience do you have with Last of Us, Daniel? Anything? Not very much. I mean, this version could be the version I play because I'm going to be the Last of Us to play the Last of Us, honestly. <laughs> I, 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 I feel bad. No one make fun of me, please. It's been here. I can't believe it's been around since 2013 and I haven't gone around to it. Oh, God. How long is it? What is time anymore? Yeah, you just kind of go with it. I mean, <laughs> I, I I still have Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, to, and God of War to get to. Uh, you know, Horizon Same. Forbidden West is coming up, and it's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> this, oh boy, this year is going to be hell as far as releases. There is so much coming out already. Yeah, I can't believe Horizon Two is literally like five weeks away. How did that happen? Even oh a little less, gosh. actually. It's like, Isn't that crazy? It's like a, a month and a half of a week away or something. It's like, it's, we're really close to it. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it's so quick. Yeah. And um, I still don't have a PS five. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh no. Neither do I. I'd say keep trying, but I was like, I didn't get mine until I was like, it was literally my last shot. I was like, I'm giving up after this. Like, all right, uh, one more shot. I'm about to come up to Canada. Just get a PS five at this point. But, yeah. get, but Clement's right. in Canada and doesn't have a PS5, so I'm not sure if that helps. <laughs> we went to, like, this one GameStop in, like, Toronto last year, and they had PS5s all around the wall. And I'm like, what? Can we have this oh, in this America? Before Christmas, so who knows if that's changed. Yeah. I know, but still. That it was might... way more than America. At the very least, you could have used it as an investment opportunity and just, like, take that back to America. It's like, all right, $700. <laughs> <You know>? Oh, <laughs> my God. God. Then I'd have to like declare it at like customs. That's eh, true. That is the uh, bigger problem. Yeah. Uh, oh well. All right. Well, before we get to our third story and keep continue this uplifting moment, uh, we got some super <laughs> chats from first up from Jared Helder with hey five Canadian dollars saying I made a list of my backlog and added up the hours to complete them seven hundred and twenty hours last year I played video <laughs> games for eight hundred hours so it's possible. My friend, that is a incredibly short backlog in my in my estimation looking at, like most of my backlog a lot of my backlog is rpgs so <laughs> yeah same yeah same that's brutal but yeah, yeah. It's, i don't even know how many hours mine would be it's it's probably in that neighborhood though if i like really really include everything i've wanted to play and never got to it's easily several hundred hours yeah uh snoopy with a dollar 99 super chat thank you so much says thanks for powering the end of my workout y'all hey we're always helping our, snoopy power through his workout when we're yeah, doing goodbyes arcade we're happy to hear Hell see yeah. you here getting that workout there too news to sweat if too. anyone else is working out keep going you're yeah. doing great good job hydrate <laughs> hydrate yeah. drink water please <laughs> drink your water yeah mm-hmm. i'll do that i'll, I'll yeah, help you do that <laughs> <laughs> Direct BCQ with a five dollar super chat saying, "How is, how will we reach the last of us, the last of Last of Us? If this is a 
word salad. <laughs> how, <laughs> how will we reach the last of The Last of Us if it keeps getting sequels? The dumb tishers. I asked the same thing about Final Fantasy. When's it going to end? <laughs> I mean, this yeah. be the when, when final is the actual fantasy? Final Fantasy? Is yeah, the final one. <laughs> I would I love wonder, if though, like, I would I mean, love if the very last Final Fantasy game they ever published, like Square's, like, all right, for whatever reason, we're done. We're not making any more. They just the, the the characters just turn to each other. It's like this really was our Final Fantasy. <laughs> and then they punch him in the mouth and it rolls credits. <laughs> they could do some like dumb Suicide Squad naming shit where they like just call it the Final Fantasy, and that's the last. Oh, one. there you go. That's fine. It's the Final Fantasy, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, the Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy Legend. Oh, that's yeah, how we got uh, Saga. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man back once again, saying uh, with a two dollars super chat, saying beans from the fall, the beans from the fall guys versus the imposters from Among Us. Who wins? I gotta say the imposters well, because they the kill. Imposters, they yeah. kill. Yeah, the beans. Yeah. take a lot beans of punishment, but they're not violent. The, the yeah, the the Among Us imposters will kill you. So I don't know if the imposters can kill the beans because they're so they're so like insulated. Maybe they're maybe they can't get killed. Who knows how durable they are. They survive everything. They keep getting respawned when you get knocked out. So oh, maybe this question goes I mean, deeper than we know. It might be a draw for all we know. <laughs> and then the beans do like to to hug, you know, to hug other beans and thereby <laughs> killing set beans. I've been on the receiving that uh, end of that myself many times in Fall Guys. So you know what? Maybe this isn't as straightforward mm. as it may seem because if you, the beans seem like they can't be truly killed, so can the Among Us imposters survive long enough not to get hugged to death? I don't know. Beans will just keep coming back. They'll just keep respawning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I might have to go. I, I might I, have to go with the beans, actually, upon further reflection. I have to go with. There Drew, we go. I have to go with Drew Manian uh, saying unstoppable force meeting on un- immovable wall. That's, that might be the. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're looking this, at this here. This might just be like the implosion of the universe. That's just my then then <laughs> clashing might just lead to the end of all things. I I, I always knew beans would be the end of me. Beans. Yeah. This sounds like a good Twitter poll to put up later. Yeah, there you it go. does. Yeah, <laughs> get on that. Uh, and before we move on, get to our next story. Brian Calabro with a fifty dollars super chat. Whoa. Holy crap! Oh, my so God, much. says celebrating getting a PS5 in the Target drop yesterday. Holy crap! Congrats! Don't wow. give up, congrats. everyone. You will get there if you keep trying. Thanks for the good vibes, GBG. Well, geez, congrats! Awesome. Well, you dude, gave us Brian, that fifty dollars when you could have bought yourself um, most of a game. <laughs> it's cheaper yeah. it's 70 60 but, to 70 no, dollars now but yeah. and i think i saw you brian in our live audience patron chat saying that you were working on astro's playroom and ratchet and clank rift apart choice you are in gaming Good nirvana choices. right now man you're in actually feedback yes. nirvana right there mm-hmm. yeah i really want to play that new ratchet and clank game but i don't have Sweet. a ps5 oh, so i can't oh. play it it's so good. It was personally my game of the year for 2021. Uh, it was. It really is so fantastic. Yeah. I'll get into that soon. Yep. You uh, just got to get through 13 Sentinels first. God, yeah. it, there's too many storylines. It's just like, <laughs> stop. Just converge and tell me the I mean, stress already. Anyways. It just, that just reminds me of Odin's fear. It's like, like all the stories and how they intersect. It's like, oh, my God. So much. Mm-hmm. All right. Soon. Well, soon. Let's go ahead and get to our third story, which uh, honestly is not that surprising, but the reasoning might be a little surprising. Um, Let's bring it up. If I hit the right thing. Whoops. (laughs) Uh There we go. There we go. We got the user error. Uh, So E3 has been canceled uh, again. Uh, 
while the digital event is uncertain. Now, while at first this this was claimed to be in uh, response to, uh, or the person reporting on this claimed it was in response to uh, COVID and um, all the, uh, you know, the, what is it, Omicron variant uh, going out of control some more, uh, that might not necessarily be the case. Because uh, according to Jason oh. Schreier, um, he's, uh, he's, he says... Uh, well, he's responding to Mike Futter or Futterish on uh, Twitter saying, looking at the story where it's like, hey, it's because of Omicron. It's like, this is spin. I heard from sources in mid-November before Omicron's emergence at the end of that month that the ESA had abandoned their dates for the L.A. Uh, Convention Center. Uh, and Schreier uh, quote retweeted this saying, sounds like E3 is all but dead. Can someone else drop come up with an excuse for everyone to go to L.A. in June? And he says, by the way, I 100% believe uh, this person's reporting that the ES- ESA gave up on E3 months ago. Months ago, There would otherwise have been dates on their website over the PR fluff piece that hit the day. Their way, this was a knee-jerk reaction to Omicron. It's E3 throwing in the towel. And then this was further caught up on by IGN's Rebecca Valentine, who has been on the sh- uh, guest on the show before, basically going further into depth in that. And they, they there is a statement that, uh, by the ESA saying that it was due to COVID-19, um, but, you know, there's still no new news of whether or not we're going to see a digital event. But naturally, Jeff Keighley was very quick to announce, you know, it's like promote Summer Games Fest. So, you know, he's ready, he ready and willing to uh, pick up that <laughs> slack. But yeah, E3 might be dead. <laughs> like this might Aww. be the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Man. End of an era. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit like on one hand, it, it it has felt superfluous for a few years now. On the other hand, it's such a mainstay of the industry, and and I've been to so many of them, and it's weird to think that there may not be any more to go to at all going forward. On the other other hand, we were doxxed by the ESA yeah, we were. several years, a few years ago, and I, <laughs> oh and I gosh, never want to go through that, that again. So, yeah. you know, but on the other 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 hand. Indie devs and smaller devs rely on E3 to really promote their games. Like the, the big three, the big, you know, your Cap, you know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, your Capcoms, your Square Enixes, they don't need E3. They can, you know, hold their own presentations or directs and be fine. But this does potentially hurt a lot of smaller devs who d- depend on E3 to get that FaceTime with other people in the industry, get their games in front of prospective players. So I'm definitely of several minds on this. I'm, I'm both at once sad and regretful but also like eh, does the industry really need e3 anymore it's it's a complicated situation yeah there's so many different ways for us to absorb this information too uh, indie, indie devs just have like one smaller or one more outlet that they can't get it out on like but we still have indie directs and and that kind of news and and throughout the year we have uh, opportunities that they can showcase their work but e3 is, is a pretty big one to, to show because it gets the most eyes of anything that you see here because it's all encompassing throughout the industry so it really hurts, like the yeah, as you said, the smaller companies. Unfortunately, there's also right. like a bittersweet nostalgia to like a possible end of E3 because like it's something that we all pretty much looked forward to. Like you know, whether it was watching on YouTube or for us that are a little bit older, watching it on G4. You know, yes. it's just something you look forward That's to every I'd... year. Yeah. It's so, a little um, second Christmas for gamers every year. Yeah. 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 
I remember like as a seeing... kid, you think it's like Disneyland or something. It's like you always wanted to go to E3 because you see all the show floors with all their giant figurines and the booth babes and all that stuff. And you're just oh like, gosh. I want to go there one day. <laughs> uh... And then it's like you grow up and you go to like fan conventions, like a fan expo or something. And it's basically that pretty much. Yeah. Just, you know, without yeah. everyone sweating because they're in a hot center trying to get interviews for E3 and all that. So, man. It's... Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've never been to an E3. I thought my first E3 was going to be with you guys, but now I'll never have the experience of being in a sweat-filled uh, line for three hours, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, you totally miss it. Now, honestly, <laughs> E3 as it is now is so yeah. different to what it was when we were seeing it. Like, it, you know, it cut down. You know, it's not different. really any booth babes anymore. There's not really these outside of a few companies, these huge displays showing it off. Like I remember the pictures in like EGM and whatnot showing off like what E3 was like. It just, it just seemed like this wild west of like cool things and apparently just tons and tons and tons of swag, which you kind of still get, but definitely not to the degree, degree that you used to. And yeah. it, 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 with all these digital events with, with an, you know, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony doing their own thing. Um, you know, it's not like we'll be hurting for news. It's just having it no. so concentrated uh, like that is going to be a hit. And that is a thing. There's a lot of like, um, like when we worked at a uh, game explain, uh, that was the biggest time of the year. That's when like yeah. a good chunk of our income from for the year came from, from us uh, working at and going like covering the directs and the shows and then going to the get all the footage and showing all that off people just ate it up and you can't really do, i mean you could do the show like one like reactions and stuff like that but a lot of times like hey here's some uh licensed music well that's demonetized yeah so, yeah i really sense yeah. some growth for just new sources and that that hurts everybody honestly mm-hmm. it does and, and as you were saying, though, Derek, it really isn't the same as it used to be. And some of those changes that have taken place have been good, like no more booth babes. That's a good thing. But on the other hand, that kind of balls-to-the-wall, festival-like, over-the-top atmosphere that used to permeate every E3 has largely been reined in at the more recent live shows. And it's all it's a lot more regulated, and it's now open to the public, which, hey, that's cool. That like, I, I, It's great that, that members of the public can enjoy e3 now i guess but at the same time that's also what the paxes exist for they're kind of like public e3s in and of themselves and it makes the experience as those of us who are there to work a lot harder because you're waiting in the, you're you used to wait in long lines now you're waiting in even longer line just to play games that you need to cover yeah. uh, unless you have a media appointment and so it's just it's not the same as it used to be and I, I while i'm gonna miss the idea of live e3s i don't know if i'm gonna miss what they've actually become in more recent years but yeah. they but they do serve as a great chance to catch up with industry friends and i do miss that element of it it's it's just such a complicated topic yeah i i, I love the uh patron chat mentioning about me getting like me getting out of the dungeon and not being able to uh <laughs> to enjoy that. e3 <laughs> and it's like free Derek. see see, <laughs> see this is this is why i was not allowed to be freed as soon as i got out i killed e3 Exactly. I, I, like, you that's the rampage. only thing keeping it alive. I had like I. It's like no, I can't do this anymore. It needs to die. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like a, you're like a human battery in the in the media room, like the Matrix. You're a human battery keeping it alive. <laughs> yep. 
it's blame me. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 um, it, it's wild. Uh, cause I don't know if I ever got to experience a true E3 in the old days, the way Ash did. Um, I got to see, you know, certain things. I got to go to the show floor, which is still much more than a lot of people can say, but you know, I don't think I was, I think I just missed the height of E3. I would say so. I, I'm totally aging myself here, but I was very lucky to get to get to go to E3 for much of my life and career. The first E3 I ever went to, and I barely missed any years after it, was uh, the year that Square Enix were showing Final Fantasy VIII. That was their demo, their big demo. Oh, game. wow. FF8. Was that, that was how long ago? Was that 98 that or 99? 90, that would have been 98. Okay. Yeah, because it came right. out not long after 7. Yeah, it came out in 9999. I will always remember that because of that date. <laughs> yeah, I, I was able to get in as a student journalist because I, I took journalism in, in uh, college. So I was able to get in as wow. like a student journalist oh, wow. and, and uh, with, with the help of a few contacts. And uh, yeah, and I just went every year. And that was definitely the height of it for sure. I mean, it was still a lot of fun for years after that. But I would say, Derek, definitely that was, as you said, those older years were the, yeah. were the height for sure. The, that was when Square era. had their own. It wasn't even the Square Enix booth. It was a Square Soft booth, and they had their oh, own God, built-in right. theater. They had a built-in theater where they would just, you know, they would shuffle people in, close the doors, and you're in this darkened, quiet theater in the middle of the E3 show floor, just watching all these cool trailers for upcoming Square SquareSoft games. That they was where I first saw Kingdom Hearts. Kind of have that because they just put up a big thing and just play kinda. the trailers they showed that year. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like but it's that. not closed. Nice, no, it's not. It's a nice sitting area. Yeah. That said, um, one of my there there are two stands that's well stand out to me. I mean, technically three, I suppose. Um, in my time going to E3, that did did kind of tie into those old times of, of E3. Uh, the first was Breath of the Wild which I almost didn't get to see at all, but I was like made it a point to like go through and like, you don't put, get to play the demo, but you get to like watch a trailer and go in and see the booth when Breath of the Wild was being so- shown off that year. And it's the only thing Nintendo had. That was cool. <laughs> uh, the other one that I did not get to go in, but the outside was still really freaking awesome was Capcom recreated the Resident Evil seven house and had yeah. just like this spooky oh, haunted yeah, house in I the middle that. of the show floor. Really cool. It was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And my absolute favorite, because I did get to play the demo and go through the whole thing, fi- the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. Like, Ooh. going, yeah. getting to that, mm-hmm. having the Would presentation where Jesse's, like, kind of talking to you. And, like, we got this, like, here's the whole deal with Shinra. We've hacked in. And I've taken over their messaging. This is the kind of what you can expect from the demo and what you're going to do. And then shuffle it in and play the opening bit fighting uh, the, the Scorpion in Seven Remake. And mm-hmm. that sold me on the game immediately. Like, you, you could take pictures on, on Cloud's motorcycle. They had like the life-size replica of Cloud's motorcycle. Oh, mm. man. Yeah. That, that demo sold me on 7 Remake instantly. Like, it, And it was the same demo that released on PSN, but it was the presentation leading up to it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the year the year that they were, you know, hyping up Mega Man 11. They had a like life-size rush jet. They had like a, like a big Mega Man statue and a rush jet that you I could actually that. Yeah, take that pictures was cool. on. And my, my wife and I took one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken uh, in my life with me, like just doing a little surfing pose on that life-size rush jet. It was so cool. I'm, I'm holding my arms out like I'm surfing, but you can't. Again, I keep forgetting I'm not on camera. <laughs> you know, just, okay. imagine, <laughs> yeah, just imagine it. Um, I believe this was before I was in the 14, into 14, but I think it was the year they announced Shadowbringers. And that's when like I started take, taking notice to 14 again. But I believe there was a 
big thing they had set up in like the main hall that Square Enix does a lot. It's the same place they had the um, motorcycle for seven. I think it was like a the fat chocobo mount. You could get a picture. We did. Of. I remember that. Yes. I remember that. You, yep. You could get a fat chocobo mount when you have the whole the hold the thing on and it flies through the air. It's. Uh, I think they had it on uh, Anime Expo as well. I think they, they might used have. that at a bunch of different shows. Yeah. So, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you go to a bunch of different shows, you 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 start to notice that that companies will obviously to save costs reuse a lot of the same set pieces from show to show to show mm-hmm. because of course they would. Why wouldn't yeah. they? Yep. But uh, yeah, well, that's, I mean, I, at this point, we're just sort of reminiscing about <laughs> E3's oh, yeah. past. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens this year. Some people are saying that the ESA is coming out. It's like, there is going to be a digital show, but it's, I've not, I've, I was linked to a Kotaku thing, but it was literally from yesterday. The new stuff that came out, it was from today. So I don't know the most up-to-date thing as, as of this moment, but right now I'm going with the idea that ESA has not confirmed whether or not they're going digital We'll see. You know, it's not going to be too long until we find that out, I assume. Yeah, it'll be a couple of months, probably. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get an idea of that. But uh, before we get to our fourth story, uh, we did get a super chat from... Uh, let me stop a check here. Yep, Jacob Tucker with $2 saying, E3 Digital is confirmed, which I was just talking about. There are reports of it. Yeah, they're they're kind of all over the place. But it, again, I'm not, I'm not seeing any kind of consistency yet. So I'm just holding off on yeah. that. It may well be, yeah. but I'm not like, we're yeah. not fully sold on it. 100% being a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Mulenga with a $5 super chat saying, Hey guys, don't be sad. We now have more time to do things like watching Clement's great final fantasy retrospective <laughs> or read Caro's wrestling articles. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to know you wrestling? Caro's you your girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I totally should. I need to beat Heaven's Ward before I can watch uh, Clement's latest video. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> I promise. Be but. bold like me and scrub through the video with Heaven's Ward mentions. I'm like, nope, nope. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got to be careful what? about that. I still need to beat it. I'm close. I, I, I haven't beat 15, <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to just watch 15 because like, eh, I don't know when I'll get to 15. I don't know if I care a ton but yeah i'll watch 15 i'm gonna play it pretty <laughs> soon i haven't yeah. actually played 15 hey i got the car in the game interesting it's it's flawed but i think it's good if you if you but it's not necessarily worth setting aside all your other backlog games for i think it's good but yeah it's it's definitely flawed also yeah. noticing the cup noodle those cup noodles behind you oh, that's one of the cool. best parts oh yeah that's one of the best parts the cup noodle oh hand. right <laughs> I love I got this for the 15 video. I forgot about that. <laughs> I love the way Gladio like hawks cup noodles during that side quest. He just talks about how juicy the noodles are. And it's just, it's such a weird moment. We got to craft the ultimate flavor experience. Yeah. Those delicious shrimp is Rob Marman X says. Oh, he's such yeah. a... <laughs> you, you know, the actors had fun with that. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. It's a big cup noodles ad that whole entire quest. And it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, really quick, some good vibes in our live audience patron chat. Uh, Helen, hey, it's Dingo, says, if we get our internet set up in time, I should be watching Monday's show for my new apartment. Oh, Congratulations, Helen. That's exciting. Hell yeah. Very new nice. Apartment hype. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our fourth story, which I think we have a lot to talk about because this is the big one. Let's bring it, let's bring yep. it up. So, according to Dr. Serkin Toto, who has been around for a while and is pretty trustworthy with his sources, 
Uh, he has claimed that Mario Kart 9 is in active development and could even be announced this year. Uh, Toto also mentioned that uh, Mario Kart 9 would include a new twist and just have to see what happens. So, yeah, I this definitely got like people saw this and grat latched on to it because people have been wondering where is Mario Kart 9 for the longest time. And Caro, got to ask, how are you feeling about this? How do you how do you feel Mario Kart 9 might be? happening announced this year this excited <laughs> super excited because i love mario yes. kart and i've been like when did mario kart 8 come out 20 the original one i know came Ooh, out like, we got deluxe in 2017 i think i have years mixed up sometimes yeah but mm-hmm. i'm so excited like you get a possibility of a new mechanic so i'm pumped i'm really pumped love mario kart mm-hmm. nice well, why did you comment uh, I mean, Mario Kart's always been great. I I still think mm-hmm. the uh, the newest one is the best one they've released. Yeah. I like Mario Kart Eight yeah. is the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, second behind, uh, or sorry, it's first. It's the best one, but it's just followed up by Double Dash. Yeah, uh, Double Dash. If they say they're doing a new thing, I'm guessing they're not going to come back to the two person system where there's two people driving in the car. But uh, Triple Dash. Maybe they'll <laughs> go to the sky and start flying around now. I don't know. yeah Yeah. i mean oh go ahead daniel oh i mean i just want to say it like i I feel like the thing to do if they want to add a twist that if they want this game to stand out be be, uh along with mario kart 8 deluxe because there's hasn't been any console that where they've released multiple mario karts before there's always been like one per like super nintendo and n64 gpa like every console has had its own mario kart the switch doesn't really have one to call its own because this is still technically a port from the wii u so if they want to do a twist to have this contrast Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as much as possible, just put a bunch of Nintendo worlds and Nintendo worlds in there and tracks and just have it just yeah. embrace that feeling so that it stands apart from Mario Kart 8, which is, you know, your traditional Mario Kart experience. But apply that to what everyone's been wanting is to have like, you know, Mario Kart superstars essentially and have just a bunch of characters from different worlds just cross over and just expand what they did for the DLC in, in Mario Kart 8. That's. I think that's what a, a lot of you know a lot of us would like to see. Just just open it up to you know make the the Sonic and Sega All Stars or sorry Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform <laughs> of Mario Kart. Like just bring in all these different franchises. And I've said this before, and I know Derek agrees with me. I've wanted this ever since Rosalina's reveal trailer for Smash Four mm. <clears throat> because I originally thought that they were putting Kirby. In Mario Kart, and I've right. wanted that to happen ever since, <laughs> and it still hasn't. They teased Get us. Get me Kirby in Mario Kart, and I'm happy. That's that's all I need. But really, just bring everybody in. Make it Nintendo Kart, and just open it up to all these different Nintendo worlds. Like, can you imagine, like a cup based on different? Like, you could have a Star Fox cup, a Kirby cup. You know, different Ooh. different tracks in Dreamland and Pop Star. And honestly, the sky's the limit here. And that's what I really. Either that, or maybe they're making it like a live, you know, like a live service type thing where they're going to keep updating it with new tracks and characters and costumes and stuff that you can buy. I mean, that would be an interesting model for Mario Kart to take, I think, Mm. as long as the base game has a ton of content in it as well, that you don't have to buy it all, right? But there's Mm -hmm. just, there's so much they could do, and it's high time for a new Mario Kart. I know it's not for Nintendo because 8 Deluxe is still selling gangbusters, but 
for the rest of us, man, I still love playing Eight Deluxe, but it's just I want something. Oh, I've seen these tracks for so long now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a great game, but you just want something new after a while. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Port is five years old now. That's crazy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, we're in twenty twenty two now. Yeah, I. Yeah, I agree with Ash. Um, You know, obviously Nintendo. We all went Nintendo card. That makes sense. Uh, But the other thing, I I hope it takes some lessons from All-Stars Transformed because, uh, and I'm curious about saying this one because Clement is here and I know he's played it as well. Uh, I'm still of the opinion that's, it's, that's better than Mario Kart 8. I prefer. I still like yep. Mario Kart 8 more, but it's a good game. It's a really great game. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I liked it more than every Mario Kart before like i liked it more than mario kart wii mario kart 7 on 3ds mm. like mm-hmm. i definitely liked it a lot uh in comparison to the other mario karts but i think eight is just so polished and so fun to go back to now that I, I, it's just edged it out a little bit for me yeah it's one of those things because i love the single player of transform that kept me playing and kept me like it felt like it was constantly pushing me to learn its mechanics and get better and i love that aspect yeah. to it plus the stages, the 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 cor- um, courses were amazing. I love the Skies of Arcadia one with the level breaking apart Same. as time goes yeah. on. So you had to it's cinematic. Yeah, yeah well, you had to like trans. Well, you had to go went from a typical race to an air fl- uh, like actually racing in the sky. Like it was insane, and I'd love to see. So good. Mario Kart takes some aspect of that, namely the track shifting. You know, if we had to take anything, mm-hmm. I want the tracks to change each course, yeah. kind of like what they do for the um, uh, volcano volcano level. But it's not like huge in that way. I want something you know, quite a bit more different. I don't know. Um, but that, in addition to uh, you know all the Nintendo characters, all of a sudden, hey, that works. We have like you want like a space race type thing there's your star fox levels and you know have star fly fox or there. metroid levels mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i was gonna uh, mention metroid man this is the, this is the only way we're gonna get captain falcon back in any capacity is having an <laughs> just expand that and he's gonna take it star fox gp becomes it, real it'll be adorable mm-hmm. to have like a little r-wing cart a little um samus's oh. gunship cart gunship cart yeah. Yeah. oh man <laughs> Hey, and you know what? They they put uh, they put Sonic, Mega Man, and Pac Man me costumes in Mario Kart Eight. So let's just go all the way, man. Let's get them. <laughs> let's get them into the game properly. Let's get some tracks. Pac Man's already. Franchises. Yeah, Pac Man is in the arcade version. Yeah, he's in the arcade version. So it's the Tyco drum. Can you imagine a car like if they put Sonic in like a car of the tornado plane? Oh, that'd be oh, good. A little car would be, be awesome. so cute. Yeah. That would be, be awesome. Fun. I, I really That'd... love all these ideas. I I hope they have a little bit more focus on the single player. You know, I, I appreciate Agreed. it more than just going through Grand Prix. Like the mission mode from DS, yes. ideas from All Stars Transform, something. Something we could do. I, I don't know. It was Diddy Kong Racing's single player uh, concept. And Ooh, expand the full on adventure Kart. mode. Mode. Uh-huh. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Game Belt Summit with an incredible idea in our YouTube chat. Earthbound Runaway Five Cart. Fuck yeah, oh, man! Yeah. That <laughs> was <must>. awesome. <laughs> Plays the music. Yes. It has to play the music. It has to play the music. Yeah. Oh man. 
Oh, that, I love that idea. U- ukulele uh, Sky saying if Shulk is in Mario Kart 9, I will actually play it. Now that just makes me think of running like the cart is shaped like Metal Face because I'm trying to think of oh vehicles. And there you go. Uh-huh. A Metal Face it, cart. It, it, oh my God. As long it, as Shulk has quips for whenever he passes everybody and just says his, you know, the same goofy shit he does in Xenoblade, I, I'm so in for that. Does that mean if if Rex is in there and the uh, the cart is based after Mithra and Pyra's weapons, does that make him the Monado's drivers? Oh my god! I mean, not the Monado's driver. You just <laughs> oh, driver. Well, that, nice. You did you hear what um, you did hear what uh, Chugga, Chugga called his car new car, right? He oh, called it. He called what? it the Aegis. He named it the Aegis <laughs> so he could be the Aegis's driver. <laughs> oh, that's so, oh my god! That's so, so incredibly nerdy, all. and I love it. So now that's you have so me good. thinking of like even more ideas so maybe if nintendo still isn't bankrupt from sora and smash maybe they can come back to disney beg them again to put sora in mario kart and we have Don't a gummy ship this. car Ooh, there you go. that would be great oh no oh. <laughs> runs on smiles Run, yeah runs on smiles or yeah. runs on smiles I mean, it has, to be, it has to be better than the kingdom hearts kart racer we got in um birth by sleep yeah birth by sleep <laughs> that's true that would be so cool, though, a Kingdom Hearts track and having characters. I mean, that's never going to happen, but that that would be so neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if they don't go with like Nintendo as a wide breadth of characters, I feel like there's enough new characters now that they can kind of expand upon the roster. Like they've never used EGAD, as Squire points out in the YouTube chat. Uh, you know they're going to put Pauline in there. I mean, she's yeah, a big part of tour. I hope the costume. I'm costumes... surprised she's not in Mario Party Superstars. That was a huge surprise to me. I really thought she'd be I'd in that. Give yeah. it DLC time. You Maybe know. DLC. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for that but still. I completely agree. Like it, and and that's one thing I don't like Mario Kart Tour the game at all. But that mm-hmm. is one thing I would like to see Mario costumes. Kart do. Yes, costumes, costumes, actually and cool costumes. Like. And make them earnable and unlockable within the game itself. Sure, have some premium costumes for DLC. They got to do that. Fine. But have some cool costumes unlockable within the game itself. I, that's what we... Unlock those in addition to the the parts for your carts. Then, yeah. yeah, that... Like, I want a proper shop. Like, I want to earn... Like, go back to, like, picking up coins on the track and actually... And, and have the... Well, you can pick up coins on the track in eight. But, like, have the coins you pick up on the track be put into a bank that you can then go spend in a shop for cart parts and skins and tracks and music and whatever. Like, I don't like the whole, like, automatic unlock every, what, 100 coins or whatever it is, and and you just get a random cart part. That's so boring. Mm -hmm. Like, have an in-game shop where you can spend the coins you earn in in the game on cool shit. Like, I think that would make it so much more fun. And it would also go a long way toward helping the single-player component. If they can't do a story mode, I'd like to see them do that, but you know, if they can't do story mode or bring back mission mode, that just having something where you can work on unlocking things would add so much to the single player component. Yep. Absolutely. Actually, I idea going back to the whole transform style of courses, um, even if they don't do Nintendo course based on Bowser's Fury, where Fury Bowser breaks up the track as he get wakes up, like he's slowly waking up and then third (laughs) lap he wakes up and destroys everything. That's cool. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> that's cool get the also, music I going believe, i can't believe we didn't think of this when we were talking about kingdom hearts in mario kart but uh Juan in our live audience chat says kingdom carts why yeah. is that not a game yet <laughs> they need why to figure out that... a way to make it canon It'll, it's gonna be canon. yeah yeah it has to be canon if they can make the rhythm game canon they can make a kart yeah. racer canon when you drive away 
<laughs> Chocobo oh GP is the gateway to Kingdom Hearts. I was oh, gonna say crossover with Chocobo. Oh GP. man, if Sora's an unlockable yeah. character in Chocobo GP, that would that'd be cool. That would be really neat. I'm still happy we just got like Steiner as a playable playable character in Chocobo GP. That makes me ha- so happy. Right. <laughs> Steiner and Espertera, oh, in my veins, in Esperterra, my veins. Of course, this turned into a Chocobo GP. Mm-hmm. Of course, Vivi's playable. Yeah. I don't know if we got the full roster yet, but what they've shown is like, yes, that makes sense to bring in nine yeah, characters cool. along with the classic Final Fantasy designs. That that works. Yeah. Yeah. So. All, all I know is it's it's way past time for a new Mario Kart game. I just, I, I love mm-hmm. playing eight, but it's just, it's so long in the tooth now in terms of, it still looks great, but we've all played these courses now so many times. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm ready for something new. I love Mario Kart. Um, I personally would love to see them bring snaking back from Mario Kart DS. They never oh, will. Oh, God, please, I, no. no. I couldn't snake. That's not something. <laughs> I'm one of the people took it out. I, yeah, no, I abused it online. It was horrible. They shouldn't bring it back, but I want them to because I was really good at it. <laughs> but no, they, they shouldn't. Or they should bring it back in, in only a non-ranked mode where you can just screw around with it. But it should not be part of, like, the main core game. Yeah. Uh, and bring back Pink Gold Peach. Yeah, oh, <laughs> my God. Pink gold, oh, wasn't it pink gold metal peach or yeah, something? Pink gold peach. Something ridiculous like that. Yes, Mel something Mario. like that. Yeah. We need pink gold baby peach. God. No. Yeah. Metal pink gold baby peach. peach. Yeah. God, there's a whole row of, of Koopalings and no Bowser Jr. I'm just like, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Questionable <laughs> roster choices. And, and, and like, bring back the Donkey Kong characters, too. Get Diddy back in there. Bring in Dixie. Dixie before she got into Smash. That shit still annoys me. Put Dixie in a mainline Mario Kart game. Put Cranky in there, too. Yeah, yeah Cranky. 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 Cranky's in there. Old, like, oh, driving bring, around. Bring like, back Funky. Been missing. Yeah, bring back Funky. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's get the whole Kong family in there. That's, that's the great thing about not, like, even if they don't, extend extended nintendo card i think there's still enough ideas they can make this a lot of fun there's there's been enough mm-hmm. time now that that there's has to be something they could do so oh and you know what we're you know what we're gonna get we're gonna get baby pauline and that's it that's oh, all we're no. gonna get it's just baby pauline <laughs> yeah he's he's talking all the kongs uh putting k rule as well you make him another oh, heavyweight character yeah yeah oh that's uh, a cool too many possibilities yeah, yeah. really is all right. Well, we got a few, quite a few super chats relating to this, so let's go ahead and get through those. First up is Rec BCQ with a two dollars super chat saying, "Smash Cart, please." Yeah. Hell yeah, we're right there yeah. with you, man. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man five thirty one with a two dollars super chat as well, uh, saying Mario Kart Triple Dash, and that's it. Triple Dash <laughs> would be pretty wild. Hey, you know what? I love Double Dash. Yep. If they wanted to do- like double down on a follow up to Double Dash, I'd be in in on that. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't complain. That was my the first Mario Kart I owned myself, so I, I have a lot of fond memories. Yeah, man, get Sonic in, and then you'll have the Sonic Heroes in one cart. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Each one has a type, like in Sonic yep. Heroes. Uh, Jaden Buck with a $2 super chat saying, I hope we get a story mode for Mario Kart 9. Yeah. Same. Or just make an adventure like Diddy Kong. There was no story yeah, there. Just, yeah, do something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man five thirty one back once again with the two dollars super chat saying Hulk from Marvel versus Broly from Dragon Ball who wins? I think we had a Hulk discussion I mean, before who won. I think I went with that's hard. I, th- I think I have to go with. I think I have to go with Broly. Broly, <laughs> Broly from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I gotta go with Broly. Sure. I, I know more about Hulk than I do Broly, but I feel like what I've heard of Broly tells me it's him. 
pretty sure Broly sneezes and the planet explodes. So yeah, yeah. in his original uh, appearance, he destroyed him. an entire galaxy, not a planet, an entire galaxy. <laughs> okay. And wow. even in his <laughs> canon appearance, he is so strong and like near like base Super Saiyan form that he still has to force the god forms of uh, Goku and Vegeta to fuse in order to beat the, beat him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Hulk can smash, but he can't smash that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's one and out of context. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so let's go oh boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5.54, uh, 5 Peruvian Soul saying, put Star Fox characters in Mario Kart and make it G0 from a command ending, and it will still be better received than Star Fox Zero. Oof. You are 100% oh, I love that ending. right, my friend. Yeah, I love that ending. And it's, <laughs> you're right, that would be better received than Star Fox Zero was. Hey, I'd play yeah. it. I'd be so about that. Mm-hmm. I'll play any of zero at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Ryan born with a one pound 79 pence donation saying, give the, give characters all star moves. Yeah. Unique, unique specials. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. That'd be fun. That would be really cool. Cause that, that would bring back kind of what they did with double dash into kind of a lesser extent, super Mario Kart, where you, each character had these special items they could use mm-hmm. when you weren't playing as them, you could never use them, but the AI could. And I like the idea of, of characters having unique special items or specials that set them apart because like in Mario Kart 8, they're not that other than weight class. They're not really that different from each other. And I yeah, like the idea. Just choose your favorite that. at that point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Uh, Mwapay Milenga with a $5 super chat saying a super crown falls in the sky, lands on Bowser, and he transforms into the, into oh, the curvy no. Bowsette who rides a badass chopper motorcycle. I also want Sora. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> not the footnote. <laughs> I know. I think we all want Sora. <laughs> Bowsette. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. What an era. Yep. Uh, Brandon Hoge with a $4.99 donation saying Pauline better be in there. Yeah. No matter what it is. It should she have better. Be. All, either New Donk City or classic arcade Donkey Kong uh, course. That'd be cool. Oh, uh-huh. As and long as it's better than the uh, than the classic DK stage in Smash. That's still one of my There's no way to be worse. Favorite. That's one of my least favorite stages. <laughs> and then finally, Drew Manian P with a uh, uh, $5 super chat. Uh, no comment, but thank you very much for, for the donation. Really hey, is appreciated. You. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. And after all that, <laughs> we Ooh. still have one more story to go. So uh, let's bring this to a close. Bring up story five. And Nintendo has released a new Japanese overview trailer for Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus, which comes out at the end of this month. And I got to say, wow, it's looking gorgeous and really good. If they yeah, look at, how, look at yeah. the, the improvements from from the first trailer and look at it now. It's like it looks great. It oh, really does. Yeah, looks. It's gotten fantastic. a serious glow up from that from that original reveal, and you know we always figured it would. It, it felt like that first trailer was showing a you know showing it pretty early, and it's looking way better. And this is the first time I've been genuinely excited for a Pokemon game in years. You guys, it's probably it's since finally... X and Y. It's finally doing something unique and and just different from and being and being mainly a mainline Pokemon game, and you can see in the, within the system that it's going to work on a different Pokemon system. I think during that trailer, there's a Pokemon level 19 and it has like a hundred or something HP, and like everything's going to be scaled differently for this game. Yeah, uh, it helps that they don't have to worry about it's not multiplayer, so they don't have to worry about the competitive aspect. They can just do mm-hmm. whatever. 
Right. Which I love. And yeah, it's just nice to be excited for a Pokemon game again. No shade at Gen 7 and 8. I like Gen 7 enough, but I just haven't been excited for a new Pokemon since X and Y. And I'm actually excited again. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I'm actually uh, curious, Clint, because you, you are not much of a Pokemon player. It's been a while. I think the last you checked out the series, I think, was X and Y. Um, uh, no, I, I picked up Sword and Shield when that came out, but it, it just kind of went came and went for me where like I played it it was a thing and I was like okay that was a game but mm-hmm. I wasn't in love with it I didn't hate it it was just sort of there for me yeah um but yeah I'm not like a hardcore Pokemon fan the way other people are like I never really tune into the Pokemon directs or get super excited because I've always felt like a lot of the main games just kind of follow the same kind of formula they're easy for a casual audience so I'm not going to get super big challenge with these games unless I'm going for the multiplayer competitive aspect or the battle towers or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just, I've always enjoyed Pokemon. I've always enjoyed the character designs and stuff, but it's never been like my go-to gotta get it day one, best series ever. Like I like it enough, um, but Legends definitely does intrigue me because they're doing something really different with it. And I really like the idea of going across these big open fields, hunting Pokemon essentially. And that just seems so much more interesting, so much different from everything I've played for the last 20 years that, uh, you know, I'm there day one. I really want to play this game above <laughs> yeah. all the other Pokemon Man, games. The, uh, the, the intro to this, to this trailer is such strong breath of the wild vibes. Oh, and yeah. You know, that's exactly what oh, they're going yeah. for when you yeah. hear that. Uh, cause, uh, cause yeah, this, uh, Pokemon sword and shield, I know this very divisive between people, but I spent a lot of time with that game. Like I've completed the Pokedexes. I've, build competitive teams i play with friends for like the uh for the the uh the, the dlc that came out for it and like i and then i played brilliant diamond and that was a game as, as mentioned <laughs> yeah like, it makes me more it makes yeah. me much more excited for this because now i'm in the head of Sinnoh uh on the brain and now i want to see what they do in in like the, the story as well because that's a aspect of pokemon that we haven't really explored before the most time I spent with Sword and Shield was the wild zones, mm-hmm. like the big open grassy mm-hmm. areas where you never knew what you could find. Like that yeah. was what I spent the most time on in Sword. And if Legends is just that again, but on a bigger scale, like I'm going to be happy as a clam. How are you feeling yeah. about this? Like, uh... I used to be, I used to be like super into Pokemon until like maybe. I don't know, 10 years ago. It was a little bit after Black and White. So in recent years, Pokemon tends to catch my attention more when it's experimental. It's why I love Gen 7. Like, I'm an advocate for Gen 7. I love Sun and Moon so much. Mm, it did a yeah, lot of different great. things, and it was really fun. And so seeing um, this new game coming out in a couple of weeks, it comes out the end of January, which again, like, oh my gosh, time flying by. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm I'm excited for this game, too. I just love what they're doing and just changing things up the interaction you have with the Pokemon, the fact that you dodge from mm-hmm. them, you can, the fact that you can yeah. dodge, uh, catch oh, some, some Pokemon yeah. without having to battle them. Or if it doesn't work, it's like, all right, time to battle and weaken them. It, it works so well. And seeing these, like that boss fight against the, um, I'm blanking it off the top of my head, but the new Scyther evolution, the gold one, um, uh, that yeah. they have it towards the end mm-hmm. of the trailer. What's that? Cleavor. Cleavor. Like that's Cleaver. it. Thank you. Um, it, it looks so freaking cool and dynamic. And just, I, I don't know what the bags are that you're throwing at them, but I guess it's supposed to calm them down. 
yeah I, there's like a, a meter that yeah. goes down i think you can battle them too to lower that meter and yeah. you can just approach it different ways yeah it's, it's so dynamic that that dodging element i i still don't see like a health bar for your character so i'm not quite sure how that exactly works like i looked it over like where where is that but i love this sense of danger the wild untamed nate uh, uh, aspect of pokemon that never gets shown too often where and i, I mentioned this before in a uh in in my pokemon um brilliant diamond shine pearl uh video that they always tell you don't go out in the tall grass that's dangerous don't go out on the tall grass it's dangerous and you're like <laughs> all right fine whatever now they're showing why it's dangerous you get attacked by a butterfree in this trailer it sends out this gust like oh crap even this thing like this it was the Butterfree, I tell you. The yeah. Butterfree. <laughs> the Butterfree got me. It's like, Never oh my god. <laughs> there is Let's just get attacked about... by a level 100 Butterfree. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> there is something comical about the fact that, like, for the first time ever, now it's like your actual trainer is getting attacked and hit by these Pokemon, and the fact that they still just faint though, like they're getting hit by, you know, flamethrower attacks and water <laughs> beams and giant cleavers, but they still just faint. They're fine. No, no, it's just a yeah, yeah. just a flesh wound. All good. Fine. Walk yeah. it off. Be fine. Yeah. Um, oh man. I don't know if it has difficulty settings that Alpha Lion. I kind of doubt it, but I have to imagine Brandon's pretty interested in this one, just because. I mean, to me, looking at this gameplay, looking at how the the whole area is set up, um, and probably how he's even set up mission wise, this is Pokemon Monster Hunter. Oh, absolutely. I, there's such strong, overt Monster Hunter vibes in this game, and Brandon even said as much when we talked about him, you know, talked about it with him. He was like, oh, this seems like a crossover between Pokemon and Monster Hunter, and you better believe I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they uh, crossed over the Monster Hunter Stories universe with the, with the Monster Hunter, Ma Monster Hunter main like universe, that. so there you go. Mm -hmm. I Oh my god. Helen hates Dingo says, Pocket Monster Hunter. How have I not oh. thought of that before? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that. That's freaking ob obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, god. Just... I uh. Well, I gotta know. Do we all know who our starters are going to be in this game? Oh. <laughs> that they have starters such again? a good set. You can Ra choose Rowlet. Um. Uh. The otter, the, the otter Pokemon and Oshawa. Cyndaquil. Oshawa. Oshawa and, and Cyndaquil. Oh, gosh. Don't make me pick between two of oh, my Cyndaquil. favorites. Oshawa <laughs> and Cyndaquil. Yeah. Oh, no. I, uh, I might have am, to go with Oshawa. I love... Yeah. My heart is with Gen 2, so I am going to pick Cyndaquil. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I, I might have to... I, I like all three of those Pokemon, but I think I might have to go with Oshawa just because I, I personally prefer water types. and in, I don't love Oshawa's design, but Empoleon is so cool. Uh, that is now. Yeah. That, that's the penguin. That's the. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I got him, I got the two mixed Samurott. up. Samurott. Samurott. Yeah. Sa oh no, Samurott is really cool too, though. So, uh -huh. yeah, I I might have to go with Oshawa just because. Yeah, yeah. Samurott's pretty damn cool. I, I yeah. I've picked oh, Cyndaquil before, but but I've never picked either Rallet or, um, Oshawa. So, I don't know. It's definitely between those two. I might just flip a coin. Maybe I'll let Kai pick. You know, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No, I, I actually might go with Rowlet now that the more I think about it. I hmm. I really like Rowlet's whole evolutionary line. You like yeah. the Archer aesthetic? Yeah, and I never I never got to like play Rowlet in one of the core Pokemon games. So mm -hmm. 
it might have to be Rowlet in this case, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm even more excited because Cyndaquil actually has the flame showing when he's out. Because usually now in the 3D games, he's they have like the, the the flames that show are just off. And like on Typhlosion, the final evolution, he just looks like a big bread loaf. <laughs> so I hope finally, it, it, I hope finally it'll have like a constant like that collar going on. And even better if there's like Hisuian versions or final evolutions of these Pokemon Ooh. too. Like mm-hmm. what could we do with that? Enjoy. What would that even look like? I mean, oh, there man. is there is that thought. I, actually, Titus Malvolio just donated five dollars, uh, saying Team Cyndaquil. But also, I think they may get his his, his form oh. evolutions. Well, which there you go. each of these kind oh, of God. emphasize a dis- different aspect of Japan. Like Oshawa obviously has the samurai aspect. Um, Cyndaquil, I think, is meant to be the you know volcano. Rallet, yeah, I guess, uh... Archer, but I'm not quite sure about Ar- what Archer aspect of um, mm-hmm. uh, Decidueye would be, but that indicates an assuant form for these guys that really mm-hmm. emphasizes now i'm just imagining a giant volcano one syndical or uh typhlosion's yeah. back yeah because yeah, like they could they probably could have chose anyone from gen 2 because that johto is based more on the uh, japanese culture and, and folklore but yeah i think syndical is probably the best one for that for the the, the whole volcano aspect of them and geez i really want to i really want them to to go beyond and, and really emphasize that with the suian forms yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I would I would love to see Hisuian forms of all of all the starters or at least their evolutions, yeah. Um it's it's a it's a really good set of starters. The, but mm-hmm. the more I think about it, the more I think I might have to I might need to like finally get some decidui going because I never got to <laughs> play it in yeah. one of the core games. Oh, Azran, Typhujian. As in oh, Fuji. <laughs> That's good. That is That's really good. good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um Oh, that awful line saying grass ghost might be representing Japanese yokai. Possible. Emphasize the ghost aspect more and have the yokai yeah, I aspect. I could see that. Yeah. Archery in Japan is a thing as yeah, well. Yeah, I too. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man. I, um, I, I guess before we if, if sort of finish this off, uh, sort of the opposite question. We're all ex- excited for it. But what would it, what could it do that would disappoint you? Like you play it and you like, it's just, nope not good enough or not it's just not clicking with me what what do you what what does that look like to you clement oh boy uh <laughs> i How? guess if it was just too easy it's the only thing that's coming to mind right now is just mm-hmm. if yeah. it was brain dead easy that would be kind of disappointing because i think they could do something really cool with this setting and this this new gameplay style i hope it's not too easy but if it, if they're trying to ape breath of the wild i don't think that'll be a problem because breath of the wild was plenty challenging um but yeah i can't really think of anything too too much because i'm not like a hardcore super deep pokemon fan i don't have a lot of expectations i just want a fun game i want something that does something different and this is doing something different and i think it looks pretty cool so as long as it just mm-hmm. doesn't make me go push a a a a a oh that yeah. was easy yeah I, I should be fine cool what about you kara i'm in the same boat as clement really difficulty wise like I like playing Pokemon games in general um, because they're pretty, they're more on the easier side. They're nice to relax with, but again, I want them to do something different. And I hope that like this new game is challenging enough that I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the challenge aspect. I'm hoping for a decent story to kind of bring me in because mm-hmm. um, yeah. th- I think there needs to be something there rather than just like there's, there's been no indication of gyms or anything like that, so uh, there needs to be something pushing us forward other than just catching all the Pokemon and, I guess, taking care of these 
uh, corrupted Pokemon. So hopefully there's enough of a story there to kind of get you invested. Um, because I will say that was a that was an aspect of Sword and Shield that was a little rough. It's like, boy, this is just the gym yeah. challenge. <laughs> yeah. That's why yeah, it I mean, wouldn't be a disappointment to me because I just sort of expect that now. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, you all have pretty much pretty much hit on it for me. I mean, I'd like to see a, a story that's interesting and, and drives me forward. But more than anything, just I, I don't want the what seems to be the you know, differences from the mainline games to only really run skin deep. I want this to feel different. I want it to be you know at least somewhat challenging, or you know, introduce difficulty levels. You know, maybe make it keep it easy for you know the the the, the intended audience for this for kids. That's that's what they want to do, but include options for <clears throat> those of us who actually want to have a bit of a challenge i want to play a pokemon game that pushes back at me that's mm -hmm. like oh you thought you could just press a over and over again no hey you just white it out try again like i actually mm -hmm. want to be challenged and and for the first time you're playing as a trainer who can get hurt and damaged and i, I want that to be ref i want that danger to be reflected in the gameplay and and don't, I don't want it Dark Souls ask. I'm not saying that, but I just want it to be. I wanted, I want there to be more substance to it, you know, than just mm -hmm. it being completely easy and you're out leveling everything from the beginning of the game. Nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty much that pretty much covers everything, like encompassing that, like the broad strokes. I think mechanically, just to point out one thing, um, I hope traversal is smooth because. Um, you can like ride on Weird Ear. You can you can surf on Basculin. You can fly with Riviera. Like I hope it's as easy as just pressing a button, opening a menu, and like you know, using an HM and not clunky like oh. having to do oh, it is. a certain set of tasks. To... There's a UI on there, uh, Daniel, that shows like pushing left and right and pushing start, and that brings up the animal. Oh, gotcha. So it's okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be nice and simple. Thankfully, um, the uh, but speaking of the Braviary, my God, it's gorgeous when you're flying over that volcano. I yeah. love that shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great segment. Mm hmm Uh but yeah, we'll have to see what happens. It is not long. I think it's like three weeks away. It's it's insane. Very close. Yeah. Oh, really, yeah, you're ready. Really close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, uh I think we still have a few few more super chats before we bring this to an end. Uh let's see here. Uh, first up, Neo Arcadia with a $4.99 uh, super chat saying, went to MAGFest in 2020, saw Ash and was trying to say hi. Went this year and saw his tweets. Smart move. I decided to leave early myself. Oh, God. Well, wow. yeah, health and safety first. That's ultimately what it came down to for me and my wife. But God, canceling was one of the hardest decisions I've made. I'm, I miss it so much. But hopefully next year, mm -hmm. MAG 2023, we'll finally meet. We'll do this right. Um, <laughs> I want to go, yeah, too. Sorry I couldn't yeah. see you there. It's just, it's my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite places in the world, and I hate missing it, but Omicron's just raging like hell over there right now, and I just couldn't take the yeah. risk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the Fon 54 with uh, five Peruvian souls saying, and out of the blue, a Scott hey. Pilgrim anime was just announced to be in development yeah. on Twitter, which, Woo! yeah, we actually talked about this before we started. Yeah. Since we're all fans. In my veins. <laughs> oh, Scott I was cheering because he donated for an anime. I was cheering because he donated in Peruvian Souls. Not oh, right. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> but yes, yay to Scott Pilgrim too. Both good. All good. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, with that, that is all of our news stories for today. Quite a bit to talk about. Uh, just a lot, of, a lot of good potential stuff happening. And that's that's nice to have. That's that's definitely nice to have. But yeah. uh, 
with uh, but with all of that, uh, Clement, Kara, where can we find you at? Kara, let's let's start with you. Where can we, where can we find you? You're brand new here. Where where did you come from? Where can we find you? Why is wrestling so great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Caro Tarot. I will tell you there are two underscores in between Caro and Tarot. If you like wrestling, I don't know how many of you are wrestling fans, but if you do like wrestling, I that's most of my online presence. I write about professional wrestling, so um, I'm currently um, writing for WrestleIn.com. So head over to that site, read some stuff. I don't know. Or maybe if you want to like get into it, I don't know, just read it. Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of fun takes. I, I'm a lapsed wrestling fan, but I, I can yeah. totally see the passion. Oh, <laughs> nice. by about, the way, I do have to say, I didn't mean to say this, Kara, before we leave, but I love your shirt. It is so cute. Thank you. It it's so, it's so cute. I love it. I got it from the Yeti. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's I awesome. Yeti's girl Yeti. Yeah. I, the Yeti's dangerous. It is. It, it could be addictive because like I only have this for a little bit. Uh-huh. Here's this yeah. fun design. I think this was like a GDQ shirt last oh, year, okay. which yeah. is starting soon. So yeah, there you go. Oh wait, when is that starting? Is it this weekend or next GDQ? weekend? What? Is it, is it that oh, soon? Man. Already? I think so. <laughs> they always sneak up on I've it. been yeah, hearing people same. talking about it. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's coming up oh, it soon. Oh, it starts Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it starts Sunday. Oh, wow. This Sunday. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm watching GDQ this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there you go. Nice. <laughs> when we're not watching TNT GVG, of course, of course. <laughs> Don't worry, it's on well, there, there will be no TNTs. We're all going to be busy watching AGDQ. Uh, AG, so oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> cool. I got the week oh, off. Yeah. Yep. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clement, where can we find you at? Uh, as usual, my YouTube channel is Clement J64. I do video essays on video games I really like. Right now, I'm doing something on Final Fantasy 15. Then after that, I want to do a video on why I like Life is Strange's original ending, uh, the original cool. game. I mean, um, and I also do a podcast with my co-host Caro. Yeah, and it's called yeah. C Squared. And C Squared is just where we talk a whole bunch about nerd stuff, video games, movies, anything that we've been exposed to over the last few months. Uh, in the exactly last like podcast, we talked about, yeah. In the last podcast, we talked about Axe Razor, Renaissance, Delta Rune, cool. Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, cool. Shining Pearl. You know, we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. There's a playlist. We got hours upon hours of stuff. And if you want to listen to it uh, off of YouTube, if you would just want to bring it up on a walk or something, it's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. So yeah, you got not an audio option for you. That is awesome. Man. Nice. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> it was helpful uh, when I had to <laughs> to be able to listen to you guys while I was trying to get Kai to sleep. <laughs> it's like Aww. I was just like, oh, I need something to listen to because I'm going to go nuts. So like, hey, cool, new C squared. I'll, I'll listen to that. So mm -hmm. I, I do enjoy nice. it. Um, it's been really fun. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Definitely check out both of them. Good times all. Uh, definitely go see that. But of course, we also have to give a big old thank you to all of our patrons, big and small. Uh, it's the support is always appreciated, and we hope you have fun being here. We, uh, you know, hope your year's off to a good start. And uh, yeah, we can just keep pushing through and enjoying everything together. But also, an extra special thank you to our producers uh, for um, just 
all of your support because without you this show just simply would not happen and it really means a lot because hey i like doing this show i like bringing on friends and talking to them talking to them about the Hell news yeah. i like yeah. you know having yeah. all this opportunity to just be with you guys it's it's it's, it's great i mean there's a reason i just said i came in at the last second on my you know quote-unquote vacation I was like you know what I'm sad I'm not at MAG. I, I'm too sad to play video games. I want to go talk about video games with my friends. So seriously, mm-hmm. it's a highlight of all of our weeks. And uh, so thank you for helping make the show happen. Seriously. Absolutely. And of course, an extra, extra special thank you to our executive producers and above. And that includes Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Fangs, Dan Inch Whistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky113, CritterXD, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotek, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, TopDog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Orem M, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, uh, Jessica Toad, Deneth, Coda, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Rioner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy Panned Otter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Bowling, hi Steve's mom, uh, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Wooly, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Derek, Jeff Ed, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hess, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Rizmon, Calvin Atkinson, Hinaru77, Brooke Obscura, Tarvold, and Anthony Wilson Jr. Thank you all so, so much for all your support, for being here for so long, and just wanting to support us in that way. It really does mean a lot. And remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can get access to our exclusive post show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. So until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. We'll meet again. Bye. Bye. Yeah.